Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any other MP3 player that you might have. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Iceland Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Big! Big week in Star Wars and Marvel news this week, guys. And uh, I am not home. I am on vacation, but we could not put the brakes on this week's show. This is the vacation episode of the Wretched Hive podcast coming to you live from San Onofre Beach in San Clemente, California. Or Clemente. Either one. Or Clemento. Or Chlamydia. (laughs) San Clemente, California. Some people do pronounce it correctly, just to mix it up. Sorry, as usual, a couple beers in me. Uh, And that's okay, obviously, because you have found the Wretched High Podcast for Friday, July 26th, 2019. My name is Steve Baldwin, and the entire cast is with us tonight in various new locations around beautiful Southern California. Uh, it is my pleasure to introduce you to them. Starting off, as always, the Wookiee co-pilot, Greg Lent. Stevie, bitch and Camara, bitch and Camara, so good mm. to be here again. We just could not get away from another great, great, great Star Wars talk. I got Nico here at the uh, Fortified Compound. You're in San Onofre. Scott is fucking at his own house for, for once, for Christ's sake. And Dave is in a new place. This is fucking brand new Wretched Hive action tonight. Yeah, but we we will not be denied. The show must go on, no matter where we are. It just doesn't matter. Unless you're my internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's the rim shot, Greg? Come on, get on, oh, get on that. God damn it! I'm already <laughs> failing. I had one job. I'm already failing. Oh, and you really and, only have one job. And left. Greg running a, a good portion of the soundboard tonight. So we're try- This is ex- an experimental show, is what it is tonight. Wow, there you go. As if <laughs> as if any of the other shows are never experimental. It's all we do is experiment, try to produce a show every week. Uh, also on the show tonight, he is oh, he is a lifelong Star Wars fan. Evansky. Hey, Steve, what's going on, buddy? Uh, hey, man. I might not be at my house. I might be at a mystery mm. location. I haven't mm. revealed that yet. Um, but uh, we'll, the we'll... most stoned I've ever heard in my entire life right now. So, Can somebody look out of their front window real quick and see if they see a panel van and check if Scott's in there? <laughs> so you're not at your home. You're at a mystery location. What? What possibly, is this? Possibly. I'm, possibly. I, can't, okay. I can't even reveal it right now. It's, you it's, cannot it's confirm nor deny Yes, and I was nowhere near Jeffrey Epstein's cell tonight. I did not try to attempt any. Oh, wow. (laughs) Scott Scott Uh, is calling us from Petto Island itself is what he's doing. Oh, my God. Well, we're off. We're off. uh, (laughs) We're off with a bang, as always. Just go just dive right into the Petto. Uh, love that this man is on the show tonight, and he is with you, Greg. He is the captain of the 
Nico Rodriguez! Yeah, the Millennial Falcon has come back to uh, the mothership as wow. landed for the evening. Mm. Mm. Welcome, welcome back, Nico. It's good to have you back. A went for the for the evening. Yeah, it's nice to be here. I'm glad yeah. to be here. It always sucks when I have to miss a show, man. I always feel like I miss out on a bunch of inside jokes and. Mm. We do talk about you incessantly. God damn, if listening to Scott doesn't help me raise my self-esteem for the next two weeks, <laughs> it just feels bad when I miss it. It's cheaper than therapy, isn't it? Just it really is. It really is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And finally. We're so happy you found us. <laughs> we have. The light that burns twice as bright burns half as long. And you have burned so very, very brightly, Roy. Dave! It's not an easy thing to meet your maker. Under no circumstances. And the maker repair what he makes. Should you ever. I want more life. And I mean... Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? Ever! I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Call him... Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. Harry. All those moments will be lost. Potter. Like tears in rain. And the rain falls like blood on the mountain. Mm. Oh, man. It was not a funny one tonight. It was a little bit of a tribute, but it was for you, Dave. Can I you, appreciate that. Can you I'm, believe that I'm, he improvised that that speech at the end there? I hadn't heard that. Is that true? It's true. It's true. It's Rutger true. Hauer uh, improvised that at the end. That's amazing. Yeah. That is serious. I, I hate to take up time in Dave's intro, but that is one of my absolute favorite favorite movies. Yep. It's, it's wonderful. Which one is that again? Um. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just I, <laughs> uh, airplane I, two. I, I was trying to come up with a shitty title, but I just couldn't do it on the fly. Like that. <laughs> Dave, welcome to the show. Oh dear God, it's like I've never it's like I've never listened to an episode of this before. Hey, mm. thank you, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to you, wherever, whenever, however you are listening to us. We are back. We are perhaps only four by five tonight. I see somebody may have dropped off looking at all my internet connections here or my computer is just acting up again Uh oh sorry again and apologize in advance uh but hey we're here uh we're scattered to the winds a little bit but we couldn't miss this week because it is post comic-con and there is just there's a lot of shit to deal with here folks we got a lot to talk about tonight and we didn't want to make you wait to hear what we had to think about all the stuff that was announced over the last couple days. Am I right or am I not reading the show notes? Oh, wait, for once, you didn't do show notes responding <laughs> to the will of the masses. I am on vacation. I am t- on a beach vacation. I spent most of today on the beach, had very little time to prep, and um, but but we will not be denied. We will not deny our listeners uh, updates from Comic-Con, the, one of the most important weeks of the year in terms of uh, nerddom, we we could not not do a show this week, Dave. I, I I literally could have just talked about how we were going to expound on the Mueller testimony that happened today before Congress, and you would have had no defense because you didn't do any fucking show notes. <laughs> I'll take your Two question. Hours, fucking, 
the fucking Mueller hive is what we're talking tonight, guys. Can you believe that shit? So not only are we like deep in the dog days of summer right now, the summer blockbusters have kind of all passed us by. We're all glowering in the in the afterglow that is Endgame coming on video next week. But also in one month's time, D23, guys, and there's going to be some big Star Wars announcements I hear at D23. There might even be some more Marvel announcements at D23. Maybe, maybe. Well, maybe that explains why there have there were so few Star Wars announcements at Comic-Con. They're waiting for D23. I, I think you're right. Their own stage. you're right. I just they did to announce ask... when the second ride is opening up, too. They, they announced that as well. Did you see that? I saw that. I think I even shared that with the group. Was that, last, was that two weeks ago? Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Where the fuck was that? No, you know what? That was when your internet cut out, Dave. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just chime in really quick? Is Scott no. on the line? He's not. Yeah, hello. I'm here. Oh, All right. Okay. There he is. You're being Where awfully you go? quiet. Your circle disappeared. Where did it go? Where's your circle, Scott? I don't know. My circle see, is gone. You see, that's not a circle. I'm telling you, he's on video right now, but he's sitting in the back of a panel van down some creepy, <laughs> no-light alleyway, so his video feed has nothing going on. <laughs> and you've got the widescreen version on your, your your computer over there, Greg, so the little black circle dis- disappears. That's mm. what's going on. I do not have the circle of life. I'm sorry, my friend. Scott, if, if, you, are, if, you, are, if you are not safe, just tap on your microphone three times. <laughs> I mean, it is it is fairly common knowledge that Scott lives in a van down by the river. So, uh, guys, if you have ever lived in a van down by the river, give us a call. Let us know all about it on the Wretched Hive Hotline. That's five six two four five five four four eight three. That's five six two four five five Hive. That's H I V E. In case you can't spell hive. You might be goddamn right. And you can also find us online at www.therechedhive.net. You can look us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. We love you, Facebook. Zuckerberg. Even though you had to pay $5 billion to the FTC this week. Or- Couch change. <laughs> None of you guys have done that face app either, right? None of you guys have done that, I'm hoping. No. Don't- don't do it, people. Don't do it. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at RetchHivePod, Instagram at RetchHive77, and for a very limited time, you can still download our app, although, frankly, I don't recommend it. It's a little bit out of date, but find us online. Our website is awesome, TheWretchedHive.net. Uh, very viewable on mobile. You can create a shortcut to our website, and you can stay up <laughs> with all the shows and all the show notes. And what is going on behind you? Okay. That Nico's was playing with his pussy. That was wow. horrific on Nico's camera because literally a cat head the size of the screen just suddenly rears into view. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm not sure where to bridge from that, so I'm not even going to try. Let's just get right into the news. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. <laughs> No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. God, Nico! Sometimes it is a shame that we don't have a actual video feed that we could run up to uh, <laughs> to a YouTube because Nico is just... No, I've got a menagerie of animals around here. I've got about 50 bazillion animals in my house, and Nico has found a cat toy and a cat, and he's managed to place them right in front of his he, camera. Right he now. literally is playing with the cat. God, it's awesome. Nico! Yes, it's fantastic. How many cats do you have in the house still, Greg? 19,004. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, guys, this week is maybe, arguably, not even, hey, Christine, 
not even arguably the biggest week in nerdum every year comic-con and san diego went off and are, you guys are still obsessing with the cat yes. <laughs> we've totally we've broken steve of the podcast uh, now. god guys don't play with the cat play with me <laughs> we've got one of the wretched wives now on yeah. camera just watching the cat play with the toy can, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead play with the, i'm gonna record some of this so it can drop it on our web feed <laughs> Nico, go ahead. Get the kitty. All right, here, go. Oh, now he's going to stop. Okay, here, here we go. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And guys, uh -oh. and so the news happened, and there's like Star Wars <laughs> and news, and why isn't anybody listening to me right now? <laughs> uh, there are so many words that I could use to describe my level of hate for you right now, Greg Lent. <laughs> But I'm I'm I too am watching the cat video and it's 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 enthrall it's enthralling actually. But you're on vacation and you're enjoying yourself and you're just gonna let it go. No, I still hate you and I hate your guts. That's okay. <laughs> you know, if we can, what before we actually start the news, if I could throw out a quick apology to Steve ah, sure. for what I did yeah. to him this past weekend. <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, you want to talk about that? We were helping a good friend, a good friend, yeah. uh, relocate uh, uh, ab abodes there, and and during the process, I may have thrown a, thrown a cardboard box at Steve's face, and it may have hit him square in the nose. And, now, and <laughs> on on behalf of this good friend, was the box labeled fragile by any chance? Of course it was. You think no, I'm stupid? It was <laughs> labeled fragile. Fragile. Yes. Italian. Yes, it's Italian. Yeah. Uh, all right. Can we get back to the show? Or do we need more cat time? Breaks. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Comic-Con went off this week, guys. Uh, not a lot of Star Wars news at Comic-Con. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about some Star Wars stuff that happened there, but a lot of Avengers news to cover. But before we get to the Avengers news, or uh, excuse me, Marvel news to cover, but uh, before we get to the Marvel news, Mark Hamill did do, did make an appearance well, I think he made more than one, but he made a very funny appearance on Conan's stage. Conan O'Brien, uh, talk show host on TBS, um, had a segment or a panel. I get. Would you call it a panel? What would you call it? Uh, I think he recorded his his TV show. His oh, I think he recorded his TV show and was airing it all week from Comic Con. Okay, all right. So this was an episode of of Conan's show, mm -hmm. and uh, Mark Hamill joined him on stage and uh, they talked about well Star Wars porn check this out finally I'm gonna give you a title of the Star Wars film and I want you to name the corresponding porn parody title ready for this one yeah the Empire Strikes Back hmm? the Empire Strokes oh. Butts yeah. attack of the clone a slap of the bones <laughs> revenge of the Sith revenge of the stiff a new hope. A nude grope. The Phantom Menace. The fan of Manass. <laughs> Rogue One. Rogue 69. And finally, The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Good stuff from Conan. And Manass is pretty strong. And Mark. Yeah, I, I love how Mark played the straight man. And just just gave it all to Conan. That was good stuff. 
Very fun. Very fun there. Uh, the big news out of Comic-Con, I think it's safe to say, as as it relates to our show, is the, the massive amount of news that came out about Marvel and specifically yeah. Phase 4. Okay. I was going to say, Feige won the con, didn't he? I think he did. He won all of the stuff. I think he did. So I'm going, I have to give a credit uh, to my son, Joshua. My son, Josh, I asked him, I need you to put together a summary of all of the Phase 4 announcements. I need it all. I need it in a Word document, and I need it in three hours. And he did it. He spent the afternoon <laughs> on his laptop doing research. So Josh Baldwin... Cheers to you, mate. Thank you so much for your assist here uh, on this episode of The Wretched Hive. Um, you get an extra bowl of ice cream tomorrow. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to run these down. So these are phase four movies and announcements that were released at Comic-Con this last week for Marvel. Obviously, Marvel phase four. All right. So here we go. First Buckle one. up, everybody. This is where we're going to be. We're going to go along tonight. We're going to we're going to spend some time here. So, first off, Black Widow movie, May first, twenty twenty. No surprise. Least no surprising su- announcement at Comic Con. We 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 knew this was coming. Scarlett Johansson, of course, is Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Harbor as the Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. Help me That's out. That's solid. Red Guardian. That is, sol- that is some solid solid casting, by the way. Uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things, if nobody recognizes the name. He's Hopper in Stranger Things. Okay. Florence Pugh. I don't know what Florence is playing. She was just in that Fighting With My Family movie about the girl wrestler. Okay, got it. Um, Now, the the interesting thing that, that came out of this announcement was that this Black Widow movie will take place in between Civil War and Infinity War. Yes, True statement. So the timing is is of the the sequencing of the movies is interesting. Between Civil War and Infinity War, I'm, I almost I, I see that, but I almost wish they would have done something like in the middle of Endgame because there's a five year gap in Endgame. It seems like there's a lot of stories to mine out of that. Right. Yeah, I want to watch her grow her hair out. Yeah, I do too. Hmm. I would pay to just sit and watch Scarlett Johansson's hair grow. That's just creepy, buddy. <laughs> I, but I would. That's called being a stalker. You can do that for free. This is going to work, Steve. All right. Um, She's second, on board with you, Steve. Do it. Second movie. <laughs> is it going to work, Scarlett? This is going to work, Steve. All right. Um, <laughs> second second movie announcement. This one looks really cool. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, that's, that's a TV show. No, that's sorry. TV that's show. Sorry, TV my, show. my bad. That You're right. That's a TV show on Disney+. Plus. Now that's, that's Steve. We're only number two, and you're already failing. Well, already wait, wait, wait! I have, I, have an imp- I have an important. Failing question. is a strong word. My God! <laughs> I have an important question, Steve. Yes. Was if that was truly your error and not Josh's error on the notes he prepared for you? No, no, no. This would, is my would, bad. Would you say? So? I'm oh. just saying. Would you say so, or 100%. would you be, or would you protect? Would you protect Josh? No, hundred percent. This is He's, my mistake. He, I didn't read carefully enough. And he has thrown his children under the bus for lesser things. And Let's it's, be honest. I have had that's a true statement. Uh, another true statement is I've had two IPAs in the last ninety minutes, and so uh, and a third <laughs> one. My other friend Scott is going to get me one right now, so it might be a longer show than you're even anticipating. But this is Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show 
Now this is Disney oh my Plus. God, you have scary. you have another friend, Scott. Can we get him on the show instead? Yeah. The uh, my other friend Scott knows how to lean into a microphone. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but does he know how to play peekaboo with? But does he know how to play peekaboo with the video camera like Scotty Ivansky is doing right now? It's the back of the van, pal. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 better not be a euphemism, my friend. All right, so this is uh, Daniel Bruhl as Zemo. Now I don't know Z- who's Zemo. He's the bad guy in Civil War. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Mackie, right, as Falcon. Sebastian Stan as Bucky. And Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter. Is is that a her- heroine, I'm, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, she yes. was she, she was, was the blonde also in Civil War. Okay. And Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier. Thank you, sir. Okay. Yep. Now, this, this next one I'm totally intrigued with and totally oblivious to. I need you comic book nerds to help fill in the gap here. The Eternals. Oh, there's a lot of people that need a lot of gaps filled in on this. There's one. this is this is yeah. How we could we Greg, you and I are the the. I mean, we could do a show and on this, but Scott and too. Scott, Scott too. Scott, Scott knows this stuff yeah. here too. The really Scott, quick. Just, Scott is just in the dark right now, so I don't know if he can help us out. Scott, so, Scott actually made Scott uh, for this obscure stuff. I'm going to lean a lot more on you guys because they're you know when you think if you think the Guardians of the Galaxy were obscure. The yeah. Eternals are like fucking hold my beer. We're so obscure. I mean, it's fucking some way <laughs> now what, deep, deep cut shit is what it is. Now was Greg this a, not lie? Greg is not lying there that's, at all. That's that yeah. is spot on stuff. Yep. Was this a surprise? Uh, did you guys no. hear? Was, okay, you guys knew this was coming. Well, it had been rumored for a long time, but everybody was like, "Why?" But uh, honestly, okay. people were like, "Why?" about Guardians as well. So yeah, I was going to say, can, I mean, can you credit Guardians with something like the Eternals coming to light? Guardians is going to get a lot of credit just for the fact that it opened up, besides Thor, it opened up the galaxy, like the, the universe. So yeah. the Eternals is just going to add to that like a hundredfold. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you, large... can't, you, can't, you can't have an Eternals without Guardians you know, busting down that door. So yeah, yeah the, the large box office success of Guardians opens the door to all these, in my opinion, second and third tier Marvel creations, and the Etern- that the Eternals are a second and third tier Marvel property is a shame because they're a Jack Kirby original. Yeah, but, correct. But absolutely, just the side stage of the side stage at the yeah. K Rock Weenie Roast of superhero concepts. Wow, just <laughs> okay. weren't they? That's weren't helpful. They? Thank you for Real that. That's really helpful. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't Jack originally come up to with the Eternals when he was at DC? And they wouldn't that, let him run it, and then he came back to Marvel. That uh, was that was more Greg. That was more the fourth world, wasn't that was, it? That was, that, no, that was that was Nico. But Nico's Nico's on right on track because he was he did New Gods at at DC. New Gods, thank you. And and, and he left DC, and it's not that they wouldn't let. Him, I don't know if it was so much they wouldn't let him run it. They just Marvel gave him a better offer, but he wasn't done doing New Gods, so he created budget New Gods and called it the Internals. And that's been the knock on them is they were always a cheap ripoff. Of DC's new gods, yeah. So, but so yeah, Nico, you're you're pretty much spot on there. Well, and let's throw one other thing in there. There is a connection to the whole Thanos storyline because there is a connection to Titan, the home world of um, of Thanos. So that should be an interesting tie-in, probably a small one, but it will be there. Now, was yeah. Thanos one of the Eternals? Yes. Okay. All right. So that, yes, the, the Eternals. There's an in the comics. There's an offshoot of the Eternals that settle on Saturn's moon Titan, and in the comics, Thanos was one of one of those Eternals. He and his uh, half brother Star Fox were both Eternals, and they didn't 
necessarily know it at the time. It was kind of a, a later development or retcon, but yeah, that was an Avengers storyline where the Eternals okay. left Earth and Star Fox discovered, wait, our, <laughs> our group came from the Eternals. They okay. hit the Star, Fo- Star Fox, the one hero they could never have in, in today's universe because it's basically had the superpower of raping people. It's what he had. Oh, God. <laughs> great, great. It, he, he, has, he has the ability to make people feel good and feel yeah. happy and pleasurable, and uh, hmm. he uses that to his advantage. Wow. And it's it's I reread those issues now, and I'm like, this is just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, who who really thought this was a good idea? So I think well, the when official you, when, I, you, when you could crack a broad on the ass, it was no big deal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the uh, the title is uh, the Eternals movie hashtag Me Too is the actual title. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Exactly. Now, and and it wasn't a surprise. Uh, it had been rumored so much, and there were so many casting notes associated with it i just it just seemed like oh this is this is going to happen especially with the idea that phase four is going to be a more cosmic theme you're you're gonna have to bring in the eternals at some point where the rumors were wrong is that angelina jolie was linked as the character cersei and instead she's gonna be thena yeah which wow i did which i didn't see i mean if you look at angelina jolie for a long time comics fans she looks like cersei she, she looks huh. like the Cersei character. So let me run so down the cast really quick here. Uh, talking about Angelina Jolie, uh, Dong Siok as Gilgamesh, Richard Madden as Icarus, Salma Hayek as Ajak, uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos, Laura Ridloff as Mockery, and Camille, I'm going to blow this here, Nan, Nanjiani. Kumail is uh, Kingo. And that's uh, November 6th, 2020. They already have a date for it. Selma Hayek is playing Ajax? Yep. Yes. Wow. All right. All right. So fourth up, fourth up on the rundown. We're going in sequential order here, by the way. This is uh, Mm Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So this one we'd heard about already, right? February 2021. Cast includes... uh, Ooh. Finally Awaka getting a real Mandarin story, too. Finally. Awaka Fina, Sima Lu as Shang-Chi, and Auntie Chu Wai Lung as the Mandarin. You yeah. nailed it, Steve. Totally yeah. nailed it. Thanks all so. of those. Thanks, sir. Greg, you're, <laughs> Greg, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're all over this, aren't you? Uh, mm-hmm. Shang-Chi and the Mandarin. And the yeah. and the what the, the whatever the ten rings. Um yeah, I'm I'm big time into it. I'm big time into it. <laughs> and the whatever the ten rings. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord of the Rings and the Lord yes. of the Rings. Shang-Chi and the Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. <laughs> Little Frodo walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this gets us into uh now we're into spring twenty twenty one with WandaVision T V show on uh-huh. Disney Plus. This is Paul Bettany as the Vision. Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch takes place after Endgame. Well, in theory, I know we know he's Vision, but he is still dead. So it's going to be an interesting yeah. concept to see what they're going to do with the Vision character. That's yeah. the thing, and and you know, in in the comics, you know, she he's went a, a little, she went a little crazy. Well, Wanda went a little crazy after yeah. after it went down. So, and and some of the stuff they talked about this, I'm actually, I this was the one I didn't care about the most, but after hearing some of the stuff. I'm really interested in seeing how they're going to pull Scarlet Witch off because I think they're going to go more authentic costume with her, and I think that's going to be really cool looking. Hmm. So what is the WandaVision reference? What is that? 
Wanda well, and Vision. Vision. Yeah, Wanda so, and yeah. Vision. Oh, it, it, got it. it. So, okay. yeah, in the comics, Scarlet Witch and Vision were married for years. Yes. Okay. For years of, of power had, time. Had children. Yeah. Children. And had and, yeah, and even had children. And and remember, the, he's a robot. <laughs> yes, he's a robot. But the storyline Greg's referencing, where Scarlet Witch went crazy, was uh, the Vision. It started off with the Vision being kidnapped and disassembled and reprogrammed but his personality is wiped so now he's just a pure robot no soul doesn't love his wife anymore and they immediately on the heels of that we find out that her children aren't really children they were just a, a figment of her reality warping oh wow powers. and then yeah. she she mm, cool. snaps and goes full supervillain. yeah huh. all right well talking about uh going a little crazy maybe going a little mad if you will we've got Next up, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Look at you, Segway Master. That's so awesome. Me, this so is May me, 2021. So yeah. let me throw something out that I, I've been pondering, and I want to get Greg and Scott's opinion on this as my fellow big comic book nerds here. So the storyline that you're talking about, the, the Dark Scarlet storyline, that was like the first time Wanda flipped out. There mm -hmm. was this, a second time that the Scarlet Witch flipped out, mm -hmm. and that had a much bigger nastier ramification you're talking house of m right i'm talking house of m yeah no more mutants no mm -hmm. more mutants or yeah. now there are mutants so i'm just saying oh I'm they're gonna wondering. do a, re a reverse house of m and this is how we introduce the x-men oh, yeah, hey. you, you, you're picking up what i'm laying down yeah yeah that's good because it's it's been let slip that elizabeth olsen is going to basically co-star in this doctor strange movie that's right. And yeah. in, in House of M, what happened was that Wanda created an alternate reality where her family was ascendant and in control and mutants were in control and everything was good and she had her husband and she had children. And in, in the comics, she's the daughter of Magneto. So it's the, the House of M. They're, they're in control of the world. And the storyline is about how the world has changed and how the world kind of rebels and snaps back into its rightful place. But in the concept of the multiverse, I mean, her reality warping power, she created a little branching reality for us there where yeah. everything was different and exactly how she wanted it to be. And I'm just wondering if WandaVision plays with the concept of the multiverse and it's supposed to be a lead into the Doctor Strange and it's a multiverse, maybe those are maybe those are concepts that will be explored or used as the basis for the film. I, I like how it's set up that that's the, almost basically the, the pre-movie or the pre-show because she's, she's in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, correct? Yes. That's my understanding. Yeah. Yep, she is. So, and knowing that she is a mutant, and now that we're having all of these new characters slowly filter in or being introduced, I think it's fantastic. On top of that, I love that we all got this dose. We all know from Doctor Strange and, and his little journey that when he was introduced, his origin story, we saw touches of the multiverse, plus Ant-Man going through uh, the quantum, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, <laughs> the quantum, quantum realm, thank quantum. you. There we go. Uh, I love how we're getting little glimpses of it, and then even in Spider-Man, they flat out lay it out there, even though they got the, the titles incorrect. I think there's a, a bit of truth to um, Mysterio's lies in Spider-Man. I think that there is something that has happened that we are going to see in this Doctor Strange movie, and I think that's going to be a... A, a huge world to open up because we're on, according to the Marvel comics, what is it, Earth nine 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 or something like that? 
Couldn't tell you the number. Nine. Don't even know. Nine. nine. Yeah. It's nine. So 616 does exist, and that number showed up plus uh, 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 Mysterio talking about it. It's just not our universe. In fact, I think that's the universe that Spider-Man is the UK Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right, Dave? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I love this. I love where they're actually just... We think we've seen so much. We've gotten so many movies, and here we have the potential of seeing probably double the amount of movies and, and information and story and new characters just based off of this TV series, which is only a six-part series that leads almost right into Doctor Strange. So could we potentially, with the multiverse element, could we have two movies that are essentially like the same storyline, but taking place in different universes, if you will, or on I different guess, Earths. Be, yeah. 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 So are, meaning, sure. are they going to be showing us two Doctor Strange movies and having them overlap each other? Is that what you mean? Yeah, or two Doctor Strange movies that essentially begin and end the same or similarly, but mm. the parts in between are different. I mean, not just Doctor Strange, but really any of the Marvel characters, well, given there's different I, universes to play with. I think in in theory they could do that, but I I am almost certain that it, with uh, WandaVision and Doctor Strange, uh, I'm just going to call it part two because saying yeah. that is a mouthful. But um, I I think what they're going to try and do is open up that possibility so we understand it more, where hmm. there is going to be variants in characters that we don't know, and this kind of is going to help explain why there are differences that maybe we know as fans, but also how they can differ in between these different realities or times. So I, 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 I think cool. it's a really cool thing that they're going to do this. Maybe it's a really cool way go to ahead, let go. us have another Iron Man and have it not be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah. To have a different Thor, to have, you know, another Spider-Man, to have all these characters that we've, Oh, we're getting a new Thor. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on to that thought. Oh, yeah, hang on there. Yeah, sorry, I was two steps ahead of myself. One more. Yeah, it's it's a way to it's a way to keep the the cinematic universe rolling in the dough and still be able to get new actors and actresses to play these roles of these characters that we've you know come to know and love and become so familiar with. But what's what's great about that is they're not just making this shit up. This is stuff that's been presented from Marvel Comics. So they're just using something that's already given to them, which I really love. I think it's it's really going to make a more fascinating, diverse universe for all of us in yes. future films. That's so cool. One other note that uh, Wretched Hive Podcast intern Josh uh, dropped in here in uh, about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He says, Doctor Strange promises to be the first scary... MCU movie. Nice. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. All right. Next up, also spring of 2021. Man, there's a lot coming out in spring of 2021. The Loki TV show, also on Disney Plus. Uh, this is uh, follows Loki in the timeline where he steals the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame. Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki in the TV show. So I, I know a bunch of us probably want to talk about this because there was so much talked about the Loki, um, the timeline of Loki. There there were concepts of it. So he's he, he's not the Loki that we know by Endgame. He's a totally different character. He's not yeah. the or I'm not Endgame uh, Infinity War. 
Yeah, he's the he's the evil Loki who was running around, you know, the first Thor movie and the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So that, in fact, I think it's even pointed out that the last time we see him is basically Hulk is beating the living crap out of him. He's not a happy camper. So we're going to get the mis- mischievous Loki that we loved from that very first Avengers film. I think that's going to be a, a really fun TV show. Now, that's a point that I think is lost on a lot of casual fans, that that the Loki from the first the first time we see Loki is not the same Loki as the last time we see Loki. That's right. Because right. he's got, he's kind of re- redeems himself, you know, especially in in uh, in Ragnarok. You know, he yeah. becomes, you know, he he becomes part of the team in Ragnarok. So, and then sacrifices himself for Thor, mm-hmm. uh, and to allow the Hulk to use yeah. the the time jump or whatever the uh, the gate to get back to Earth, just but, in time for Infinity War. Okay, but it's not. I want to make sure I'm I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah. It's not that he's the same character that's redeemed himself and and grown as a as a being right become more mature it's a different character it's the loki so that moment where you see him steal the tesseract in endgame is the loki from avengers the first avengers film it's because it's a time jump steve so he hasn't had the time to grow as a character and redeem himself Right. He's still the. He's literally like. Okay. If you remember back from from the the first Avengers, he's getting his ass handed to him by the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And then he turns around and steals the Tesseract, and now they're making a show about that moment in time. Got so it. So all yeah. the other Loki that we've seen throughout the other movies that's grow and become a, a better person, and you know, has had all this characterization built for him in the movies. Is gone out the window because in this timeline for the show is is hasn't happened. I see. Right. It's like the inverse of what off. happened with Captain America in the movie, right? Got it. The mm-hmm. Captain America of the Avengers, who's mm-hmm. still the straight arrow by the book farm boy, fights the Captain America who's been through Civil War and Infinity War and the beginning of Endgame and who sees the world in a lot greater terms and operates in greater areas now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what's awesome is if you know the Loki of that character, or that time frame, the next time we see him in the original timeline is Thor two, where he is presumed dead, right? Or or he dies. Well, no, he's he, in prison. He's in prison, but he's presumed dead at the end of the movie, and he takes that's, over Odin's body. That's right. Which was a storyline they abandoned way too quickly. But, yeah. I mean, come on, you gotta. You had fucking the the other Hemsworth brother who I can never remember his name, and uh, yeah. and uh, Sam Neill and 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 Matt Damon. Um, and Matt Damon, who also played Loki in another movie. Yep. Oh. Is it Liam Hemsworth? Is that it? I don't know. If it's yes, Liam. from the Hunger Games. No, yeah. it wasn't the Hunger Games. It was the Westworld one who was in. Oh, who, who oh I can't. All right. Yeah. Did, how many? fucking Hemsworth brothers are there? They're like it, Baldwins. It, it, They're just it's, multiplying. It's, it's Australia, dude. They fucking live by different rules down there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now next up. So now we're in summer of 2021 and this show yes. uh, seems like it has a practically uh, unlimited potential. What if the TV show on Disney Plus summer 2021 follows alternate realities in the MCU narrated by The Watcher who is voiced by Jeffrey Wright. And yes, this is from, an a- is this the animated series? This is getting yes. an animated series, yeah. Which is going to bring back all of the original cast members to reprise all of their original roles. That's, that's pretty cool. Incredible. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Um, so this this is awesome. I'd love I, I want to hear everyone's opinion on this, especially the comic like nuts, because this was one of my all time favorite series from Marvel back in the eighties. Um, this just gave everybody the opportunity to have that moment, basically what they're doing with the multiverse, but in a in a comic book series where they could just change up a story. Like basically, you know, what if you know, what if what if Professor X became the juggernaut, I think was one of the first issues and Yeah. What if a, what if Peter Parker saved Uncle Ben? Things like that. Yeah, know? yeah. How would it change drastically the life and the stories of everyone involved? And I, I think this is so awesome. Yeah, this is it, gonna it, be a, just a rad series. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah. It is my my recollection of the What If series, which I enjoyed, and they're re-releasing the uh, the first incarnation now in in trade paperback compilations, which I'm buying. But my recollection of that series was it was the issues were either an A or an F. Yeah, like there was there was never any middle ground <laughs> on what happened. It was either just mind blowingly good, or you were like, what the hell did I just spend money on? Well, didn't they have one where it's like, what if Dazzler actually didn't become a superhero and just became a roller derby star, which he was anyway? And I'm like, yeah. why, why is this a why is this an issue? But yeah, yeah, but then they then they had other stuff that was like, what if Daredevil became an agent of Shield? Yes. Oh wow. Written and drawn by Frank Miller. Oh. But see, but see that that lends itself to a, a world of possibilities on this show if they can if they can cherry pick whatever they want to put on there. I'm down with that. If they can get the stuff that I mean, and so far their track record is pretty spot on good. So, and I have read that the first episode is going to be what if uh, Peggy Carter was given the Super Soldier Serum, not oh, Steve Rogers. That's pretty cool. That is I'm cool. Good with them. Yeah, I'm down with this. Huh? You know I, that I, that that Agent Carter series was actually really damn good. Did you guys watch that show? Yeah, I was I just gonna say the loved. same thing. Yes. Yeah, really loved good. Agent Carter. I she wish they could have kept that going. She got the short shift, I tell you, because they, uh, they, you know, they they punched out a bazillion episodes of Shield, and that and that show was always just kind of hit or miss. But they, I tell you, working the short seasons and only doing like a dozen or so episodes a season of Agent Carter. Yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah that was one that it, that was one that should have been on Netflix because mm-hmm. that thing would have gone for five or six seasons. Yeah, or I three agree. when they canceled everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we could have got one more season out of it. So. It was fun while it lasted. It was. All right, so next up, this is now uh, fall 2021. We've got another show for Disney Plus, Hawkeye TV show, inspired by Matt Fraction's comic book run. Jeremy Renner will reprise his role as Clint Barton slash Hawkeye. Uh, Kate Bishop uh, is, uh, will be in the show, right? but she has not been casted yet. Apparently, Kate Kate Bishop is not his daughter in the comics. Oh, but she was I, in the movie, right? And that that's that that's her in that scene where he's training her. I I don't know that his daughter actually has a name in the movies, uh, to be honest. Okay, but yeah, I the the Matt Fraction uh, David Aja, I think is how you pronounce his name, Aja. That that Hawkeye series is such a fantastic bit of storytelling. Because it does flip back and forth between Clint Barton as Hawkeye, and in the comics for a while, Clint Barton was dead or assumed dead. Scarlet Witch killed him when she flipped her mind on one of those many times she's flipped her mind. And this young woman named Kate Bishop kind of winds up assuming his identity. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't have superpowers. You know, he's not Captain America or Thor. And she is just a superb athlete who is really good with a bow and arrow, and she takes up the mantle of Hawkeye, and then lo and behold, Clint Barton isn't dead anymore. And 
rather than do what is the the normal superhero convention where someone retires or the the stand-in takes on a different name they just both have been operating under the name of hawkeye for the last several years in comics and fractions comic book really took that to extreme because he would do a story arc with clint barton and then he would do a story arc with kate bishop and then he would yeah. do a story arc with clint barton and it, it was but it was still advancing the same larger overall story and it was just fantastic now, didn't it touch on the fact that he became Ronin or, or touches on the Ronin character a little bit too or it it doesn't to my recollection. It okay. was more it was more around the I mean, he deals with kind of some underworld characters, but it was okay. just more centered around him, you know, I'm Clint Barton and I, I live in New York and I deal with things on you know, the street level. Yeah. And okay. I shoot people with my bow. And I shoot people <laughs> with my bow, and I, I have a dog, and I have a dog that I protect. Now that's the difference, though, then, because that they are going to factor in the, uh, sorry, pun intended, um, the fact that he, they do, they will touch on the on the Ronin character that was introduced in Endgame. So, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out if that's the storyline they're going to take. So. Hmm. I'm just excited. And Greg, I loaned you my, my set of that series. Did you ever get a chance to read that? I still have them, and no, I haven't read it yet. They're, you, they're sitting in a wonderful, loving position in my house, though. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it, but you need to do yourself a favor, my friend. Those, that is some really just fun, good stuff. The artwork is just superb. Mm. I do need to. I agree. Yeah. He doesn't even prep for the show. You expect him to read a whole comic book series that you lent him it, three it, years yeah. ago? It, well, I was gonna say it's been I'll, three years. I, the last I would, time he helped, I would read the notes move. if they. Yeah, I would read the notes if they were good, Steve. That's a good point. Oh man! <laughs> Actually, uh, Steve, I think it's more along the lines he would read the notes if they had pictures. <laughs> All right, and before boobs. we before we get to the last two announcements, I just want a quick mentions here. Uh, Kevin Feige also name dropped Black Panther two, uh, Captain Marvel two, mutants. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the Fantastic Four. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So had to mention those before we get to the last two big ones here. Yeah. So no, no, no dates announced, but they are definitely in the works. So you're going to get your mutants. You're going to get your Fantastic Four yep. sometime in the not too distant future. All right. So November 2021, Thor 4, Love and Thunder... Uh, inspired by the Mighty Thor storyline, cast includes Chris Hemsworth, of course, reprising his role as Thor. Tessa Thompson, who I think was in um, Captain Marvel, right? No, she Endgame. was in she was in Thor three. She was in Endgame. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. It's Valkyrie, 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 Valkyrie right? in Ragnarok, and Natalie Portman, who coming is coming back into the family, is likely to take up the Thor mantle. Am I? right about that or is that overstating you're, it? no you're absolutely right they there was a storyline where jane the jane foster character became thor for for a time being and she might actually still be thor right no Are she's two thors she's again done. she's done there's no more there's no more two thor storyline not so to my they, recollection they're going to pick up and and you buried the lead steve i gotta i gotta shame you a little bit for burying the lead returning to the thor franchise taika watiti the guy who resurrected it from the dead and made it the fantastic <laughs> piece of work that it is <laughs> Dave is he's, he's trying. He's trying to get the rise out of Dave. I'm I not sure. It. I buried the lead. 
I think I think technically if I had thrown it out there early, I would have buried the lead. But oh, yeah. That's true. That's very. So I did exactly the opposite of bearing the lead. Fair enough. But whatever. I'm happy to make that announcement. Taika Waititi coming back, yeah. directing an episode of The Mandalorian. He's got his hands and paws all over over Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yep. He so makes, the, he's in a new movie where he plays Hitler. That's right. He reprises his role as Diego the Vampire in the What We Do in the Shadows TV series on FX. Guys, come on. I just want to I want to jump back to what's his name directing this movie that they're now advancing the storyline of Thor and they're going to tell the story of one of the other people who have wielded the power now I'm excited about this now I'm excited about the next Thor movie because this is not just about hey look I'm Chris Hemsworth and I'm I'm funny. <laughs> we all know who the captain is. There's no need to duel. It's not any of that crap. Right. This is this is <laughs> a legit, complete, different version to take on Thor because it's a different person as Thor. Because the enchantment on the hammer says, as Walt Simonson first pointed out and successfully mused, the enchantment reads, whosoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Yeah. And he was the first creator to say, hey, let's take that literally, and what if there's another person in the universe that is as worthy as Thor is? Aren't they just now going to have the power of Thor? And opened up a world of storytelling possibilities. And I, I am excited for this movie. Greg, I will go see this movie with you, just we'll so we can together. bury the hammer, so we can bury the hammer on this issue. <laughs> I see what you where's did there. The Come on! on. <laughs> now, shouldn't you guys watch... Maybe, maybe you know, make some popcorn, no. pop open a couple beers, <laughs> you know, cuddle up on Greg's love seat and watch Thor Ragnarok together. No, absolutely Get the lotion not. out, yeah, I hear one, you. One of the absolutely most not. entertaining Marvel movies, I maybe top three for me. Thoroughly entertaining. It is, so uh, no joke, it is one of my top three. Like, that, I am I'm dead serious about that. It is completely rewatchable time and again, always entertaining, always funny. Dave, are you in? I, I, I'm not, because it's not a top three movie. Civil War, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame are all Ugh. better movies. So yeah. All more so entertaining. End, Endgame end is completely middle-of-the-road movie. Completely is. All right. What, what are you saying? It's the Foo Fighters of Marvel Cinematic <laughs> yes, Universe it's, movies? It's, it's the Milk Toast Marvel <laughs> movie. <laughs> is there a milk toast, milk toast Marvel movie? Oh, my God. That's, I'm bringing the that's Wonder crazy. Bread. There we go. <laughs> All right, this last announcement. What I love most about this is that Faggy channeled Steve Jobs with a, okay, I got one more thing. Blade. Blade will be Steve's the only person who's excited about this. Oh, come on. You guys aren't excited about this? Pour one out for poor Wesley Snipes, guys. With (laughs) Marshala Ali? Come on, this is going to be fantastic. That is a casting coup right yeah, there really in is. all seriousness it really is guys this guy's on fire right now yeah yep. was of course uh, don shirley in green book and was uh, did a voice in uh spider-man into the spider-verse he was the voice of uncle aaron he was also the villain on the first luke cage series right was. Same yeah. guy? Cottonmouth. Uh, yeah. which uh, again yeah. just driving a nail in that coffin and just really saying hey you know what this is not part even part of our universe anymore <laughs> because yeah, pretty much yeah guys wasn't in it 
you know, with this with this announcement and 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 all the other announcements that came out, can we officially declare that there is no one left that they can cast in a Marvel movie? Are are we out of actors who are actually can can play in these? Have they run out yet? No, no they no. still have the other half of the Westworld cast to put in the Marvel <laughs> movies. So, so has anybody let, else noticed that? I, I, There's all these other studios that are still producing like these attempts to be franchise movies and failing, and Marvel just keeps sucking up their stars and bringing them into the real thing. I mean, it's I, 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 this is a total tangent, but if you look at a list of the movies that came out in in 1999, 20 years ago, and you've got stuff like like uh, like Fight Club and and a lot of other really good one-off non-genre you know non-franchise movies and you look at what we have coming out in 2019 mm-hmm. it's all franchise stuff that's at the top of the charts right now mm-hmm. it's such a different world that has emerged and Marvel has really been a part of that transformation over the the last 10 to 20 years everybody's trying to duplicate it and nobody else has figured it out so that's that's a great point dave and and before we move on i i want to double back to something that that uh, greg mentioned and that is that i'm the only one that's excited about this so is that no i I mentioned fairness to greg okay all right sorry just to step in front of my good friend greg lent there my bad so is is uh is has the fan the marvel fandom spoken and just nobody cares about this is it is it what's been the well, fan reaction well well I'll, before you actually get a full answer to that i would like you to go back and watch blade three and then we'll have a discussion about it um <laughs> but and you can talk to ryan reynolds about that i believe he is in blade three right or is it blade two yeah no he's in blade three yeah yeah so blade two I, electric boogaloo I, I'm excited just to see because that that series of, of characters all came out what late '60s, early '70s. They were, they were much darker characters. There was uh, Morbius, the Living Vampire, Blade versus um, Morbius, the Dead Vampire. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, there were some really interesting characters. I I don't want to say I'm super excited for it. It's interesting to see them pick the actor um, for this part. I, I want to give a, a, a quick shout-out to, actually, Wesley Snipes. I know we were poking fun of him, but um, he did have a wonderful response uh, to all the people that were, like, throwing shade or whatever they call it nowadays at Marvel for not even saying anything about Wesley Snipes and his role in it. Uh, he put out a thing saying, to all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. And I love the That's fact cool. that he used chillax, because who uses that really anymore? And... I really love the fact um, that he was cool about it. He gave him a, a, everyone a shout out and said it was. A, it, although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Uh, something else he said, such as the business of entertainment. Much peace to the MCU crew. Always a fan. I mean, what what a nice thing to say for somebody who's had a lot of troubles, obviously, but was really the incarnation of Blade to all of us. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm down with it in that sense. And then he advised people to pay their taxes on time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he he tried in vain for years to get Black Panther made, right? And then settled on mm-hmm. Blade, is my understanding. So he he's a huge yeah. Marvel guy and a Marvel yeah. fan. He he and John with. Singleton both made took runs at getting a Black Panther movie made. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, I was reading about it today. I don't remember it either, but I was, I was uh, reading about it earlier today. 
Um, yeah, he tried in vain for, uh, for years to get that done and then actually settled. He's like, okay, fine, I'll do Blade. And that first Blade movie, and to a lesser extent the second one, but that yeah. first Blade movie is so good. I mean, it is a great film. I've actually haven't seen either of the sequels, Blade Two or Blade Three. I haven't seen, but it wasn't wasn't uh, Ryan Reynolds in the third one? Wasn't that Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a deja vu moment here. Yes. Is there an Jesse, echo? Hey, is there an echo in this part? Hey, isn't it true that Ryan Reynolds was in Blade Three? I heard that Ryan Reynolds had a small role in Blade Three. No, no, he wasn't. He was in Blade Three. That oh, is that's what I'm thinking of. Blade new 3. information. All Blade right. Three. That's what I'm thinking of. So Blade, no release date on Blade, um, but it is uh, it is in the timeline. So just to recap here, we've got, it looks like I'm doing a quick read here. We've got one, we've got Black Widow, Spring of 2020. We've got two uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, TV show and the Eternals movie in the fall of 2020. So we've got Spring and Fall 2020 covered. We've got uh, three movies... No, wait. No, sorry. Five announcements for spring of 2021. We're going to be flooded, flooded with uh, Marvel content here. We've got uh, two in the fall of 2021. So seven properties being released. Seven releases between television and movies in 2021 from Marvel. And And instead of the Netflix, you know... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of, sort of, integrated universe. I mean, these are integrated. These yeah. are these are part of. They're they're all in the same same world there. So yeah. I don't know how you balance the burnout, but I, you know, I, I wish them the best because. Well, I think there's a general superhero burnout, but with the depth and variety of characters here, it just seems. <clears throat> I, I I think they've got that going for them, right? I mean. They've got such a wide range of content and depth that they can pull from that I, th- I think that's going to bode well for Marvel. You know, that's that's where that's where they hit the home run is they do have such a varied brand of entertainment. You know that it's not just Star Wars. It's not just right. you know Batman. It's it's you know it's the Master of Kung Fu. It's Doctor Strange. It's Fantastic Four. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's you know they're all they're all heroes, but they're all widely wildly different properties. So yeah, that's that's where they're capitalizing on this perfectly. You mentioned Greg about the the burnout feel you had seeing Spider Man, and I I, I did. I, I felt kind of bad that you said that, and I, I'm I appreciate what you were saying on it, but man, I didn't feel that at all. I felt. It was a refreshing, fun film after the Endgame thing, and honestly, I just, it, in fact, I like the way that the film was split up, where most of it was just this kind of fun teen summer film. I think a lot of the reviews were talking about that. It really felt that way. There wasn't a lot of Spider-Man in, in the first half of the film, but it picked up, and it was still a fun Spider-Man movie, and I, I really appreciated how they pulled that one together. Plus, we got to see a villain I never thought I'd ever see on screen, is basically a guy wearing a big goldfish bowl on his head, and that was <laughs> freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, was was he cool. really though? Was he really wearing that giant fish bowl on his head? I'm get, uh, yeah. Well, has, <laughs> has everyone seen it here? Is everyone? No. Seen it? Nico, oh. Nico still hasn't seen it. God, Nico. God, Nico. Uh, I know. Um. <laughs> God, Nico. 
last Friday, my girlfriend decided that it would be a better idea for us to go watch Lion King instead. Ooh. Oh, let's get oh. A, let's get let's get a Nico Zone on Lion King right now. Let's really, qu- really, oh, quick, dear God. Quick, quick review, quick review, Lion King, go. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? And that and oh, that was the no. Nico Zone. <laughs> yeah, no, that Submitted movie was for your so opinion. bad. Yeah, all right. <laughs> The wow. fact that they had like big name singers and the music was as awful as it was, the singing was terrible, the voice acting was terrible, they made changes to the story that didn't have to be made. I don't appreciate right, criticizing my singing voice. Uh, I have I have a question for Nico. Nico, Lion King. Better or worse than solo a Star Wars story? <laughs> Ooh. Now Ooh. I don't dislike I'm I'm both starring I, Donald Glover. Hear me now. Just, Harry, just, um, just, I'm just trying to gauge. I'm just trying to gauge it. No, um, worse. I liked Solo. I didn't like Alden Alderike as Han. All right, I, 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 he, I, as I, an actor, ruined that role, which put a big damper on the film itself. Mm. Um, if they had gotten a better actor to play Han Solo, I think the movie would have been well so much better. But I'm gonna, I was I'm gonna... so distracted by his terrible acting that it like took away from the rest of the film. His hands. You were distracted by his beautiful man like hands. I'm hands. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reframe the question really quick. What's worse, Lion King or the trailer for cats? <laughs> that's which, that's harsh. Which cat is worse? You know, I that, will say that, that, that the trailer that cats. The trailer and cats had good singing, at least. Wow. That trailer Holy for cats cow. is the fucking freakiest thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I've clicked on some of the porn links that Scott Avansky has sent me, so what that should that? give you. You watched real Avatar. Video. You've seen James Cameron's Avatar. Oh, yeah, it is. Cats. They're just not blue. Or blue cats. Mm. Which which do we blow up first? You know, that's a great segue because I'm going to end this Marvel segment with some news. And you know, there's a reason they're continuing to make Marvel content, guys, because Marvel content sells. And uh, maybe one of the um, I don't know the keystone uh, pieces of evidence around this is that Avengers Endgame officially became the highest grossing film of all time, having finally surpassed James Cameron's Avatar that uh, held the spot for 10 years. We can officially say suck at Blue Cats now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Suck at Blue and, Cats. And by the way, did anybody else catch exactly how that happened? I didn't. Um, more because, people bought tickets. <laughs> no, no, because no, I'm like, because I was watching, I was watching the box office returns like every day on Box Office Mojo, yeah. because I was, I was like, this film is petering out like right at about the same total yeah. that Avatar was at, just on oh, pace. Oh. On you're talking and about then, math? Yeah, Disney math. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Disney's like, hey, it actually, uh, truthfully. Truthfully, you can trust us on this, guys. It suddenly we we were wrong. It made an extra five million dollars somewhere on the the foreign <laughs> box office receipts. We just happened to discover that this weekend, about five minutes before Kevin Feige took the stage at the at Hall H and made his yeah. big announcement. Well, I think yeah. Bob Iger took some pocket change from his pocket and just sort of donated it, it and made it happen. Bob Iger. Oh, and honestly, I would I would do that if I were in their shoes. But yeah, yeah. it's just. I remember when A Wrinkle in Time came out, I think about a year and a half ago, and that movie did not do as well at the box office as they thought it would. 
and they wanted it to be a $100 million movie because that's still, for whatever reason, viewed as the blockbuster, you know, sonic boom barrier that a, a film has to cross. They wanted it to hit $100 because it would have been the first movie directed by a black woman to have grossed $100 million, which is a big milestone. But it was close and wasn't quite there. So they paired it as a double feature with a, a movie that was opening, and I forget what that other movie was. And the rules of accounting in Hollywood land work if it's a double feature – you get to assign what movie gets the box office total for it. So they literally just piggybacked it onto a more popular movie that was going to draw in more people and then took all of that money and just slid it across the ledger to a wrinkle in time and said, congratulations, it's over $100 million. Everybody go. can go home now. Well, oh my God. L- like, uh, like Billy D said, Don't he likes his wrong. money. I love making my money. There you go. Yeah, love, me- love making my money. Now, I got to say <laughs> – go ahead, Dave. No, I was just, I, I, I'm happy that they did it. I'm just like, uh, come on, guys. It, the, you could have figured this out like three weeks ago. It just, yeah. it, it's a bad, bad look, in my opinion, to ha- just have it magically happen like that. Well, a couple of class uh, tweets in the wake of this news. Um, James Cameron tweeted out, congratulations to Avengers Endgame on becoming the new box office king. With an image of, uh, I don't know what those little octopus-like things are. That, uh, the Avatar things that that, uh, that fall from the Tree of Life or whatever. All connecting to Iron Man there. And it says, I see you, Marvel. Congratulations to Avengers Endgame. So that was pretty nice of him to do that. And uh, the Russo brothers, of course, who directed Endgame. Saying to, Jam- to uh, at Jim Cameron. This is uh, at Russo underscore brothers on Twitter. To at Jim Cameron, you're a monumental reason why we fell in love with film in the first place. Thank you for always inspiring us and opening the world's eyes to what's possible. We can't wait to see what, where you take us next. So some nice nice words and pleasantries exchanged between uh, Jim Cameron and the Russo brothers. Pretty cool. Agreed. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, guys. We've got a couple stories to go here. Jumping back to the Star Wars universe. Some news out of Star Wars 9. Uh, we're going to see some new ships. Star Wars 9 will introduce something called the TIE Dagger, which looks like a TIE fighter with two slices of pizza as the uh, as the foils on either side. Sort of a does, interesting does looking it, ship. Doesn't it just basically look like a TIE Interceptor? It does, but the TIE Interceptor has the split the split wing in the, in the pizza shape. I think. I'm not sure my, how else to describe it, but my fucking mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. And um, the the last story of the day, guys. Here from Dork Side of the Force. Had to mention this because it's someone we know and love, Kevin Smith. Uh, talking on uh, this is uh, DorkSideOfTheForce.com. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Final Shot will quote melt your mind, says Kevin Smith. Um. With so much to wrap up in Star Wars Episode Nine, it seems director J.J. Abrams is not wasting any precious minutes, including the final ones. He had an opportunity to have Kevin Smith on the set of The Rise of Skywalker. And uh, he nearly saw the final shot of the movie. However, Abrams stopped him because he wanted to keep as many people as he can surprised. So literally... Uh, without reading the article, Kevin Smith had the opportunity to walk on and look at the final set piece, which was a dead giveaway for whatever the ending is. 
Mm. And uh, JJ giveaway. JJ Lando's funeral. Lando's funeral. (laughs) JJ said, uh, you know, it's the last shot of the last movie. You sure you want to see this? I don't think I could do what Kevin Smith did. He walked away. He chose not to go look at it. Or so he says. Or so he says. Yeah. But uh, JJ says it'll it'll melt your mind. Or I think it was Daisy Ridley that actually said uh, it'll melt your mind. Uh, So very interesting. Speculative. Yes. Daisy Ridley says it'll blow your mind. That suggests that Daisy Ridley is in the final shot. Because how else would she know? She read the script. Right, I was going to say. I was saying, but to see it. So So, I'm just throwing out there, what if the last shot is hmm. Rey on Tatooine having adopted the name of Shmi Skywalker and it's her kind of gazing off into the twin sons pregnant with Anakin. She's like gone through a time warp and she's adopted the identity of Shmi Skywalker. Hmm. Closed loop. Mind God blown. Damn it, Dave, you did this on Last Jedi and now you're going to do it on this one. You son of a bitch. And there you go. There goes our speculation uh, uh, minute out the window. <laughs> and wasn't, wasn't this Dave's idea to throw all these spoiler stories after the show, too? Wasn't this Dave's it, idea? It yeah. was. It was. I think he's Dave forgotten. Doesn't, Dave doesn't play by any rules, not even his own. You know, Dave's got yeah. so many. Dave's got so many great ideas, he just forgets half of them. Hey, 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 so. I'm calling fake news on this because, A, it's coming from J.J. <laughs> Abrams. So let me just say something real quick. All right. This is the guy who told the entire fucking story in a Starbucks to Daisy Ridley. So That's I don't believe point. this at all. <laughs> and this is also the same J.J. Abrams that told us it wasn't Khan in Into, into Darkness. Yeah, That's, That's a something. great point. He's a fake news liar. That's what yeah. he said. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I think if you go back and listen to the first Nico Zone, you'll hear something about people like J.J. Abrams. Ooh, the copy. first and only Nico Zone. No, no, there's been two. There's been two. two. He did one. He did one a couple weeks ago. We did. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, I, so much, I think there's a little. So bit much of, attention I'm playing. There's a little. There's a little jealousy in Dave's voice with that little comment there. I think no, it's not true. That's not true at all. It's a lot of jealousy, sir. <laughs> it's a lot of jealousy. We we we. Uh, it's, it's okay. We played it right uh, after we mentioned that Ryan Reynolds funny. was in Blade Three, so don't feel bad. There you go. <laughs> all right, Dave. You just gotta read a book and talk about it. You had your own bit before. Dave, Dave's oh, yeah. jealous. He wants the Potter Zone real, real quick. Well, Steve mm. and I are. I, I'd, I'd like for Steve and I to be able to do a dueling book review on Master and Apprentice, but that would involve Steve finishing the book. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I am up to chapter fourteen. I've only got like I don't know two thirds of the book to go. It's apparently, I'm not the, apparently I'm not the I only one Master with problem finishing the, the printed page. So good on you, so Steve. I finished, I finished Master and Apprentice. I've started Queen's Shadow, and I just picked up Thrawn today. Nice. All right. I will commit to finishing Master and Apprentice by next week so we can do our dueling book review. That sounds good. All right. Commit to finishing it before Thor Love and Thunder becomes out. Mm. <laughs> One question about uh, Thor Love and Thunder real quick. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Oh, all right. He run for power. I'm so sad, guys. Mm. All right. And there's no tweet of the week this week, so... Uh, Twitter sucks. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, Greg, Greg gave up on that months ago. I don't know if you. you well, know. 
I know. Hey, I'm you, just and Ryan Reynolds was in was in Blade Three. Steve, get with the program here. You're, sorry, you're usually you're you're usually asleep at this hour, so I don't know how much attention you pay or play or whatever it was you said. <laughs> I love uh, that look. He's like, I hate your guts. No, I wasn't right. even looking at you. Oh, all right. I can't even see you. There's just some kind of animated, not even animated. It's still. It's a oh, dead it's, pork. Let's try this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see me now? Oh, oh my god. That is horrifying. You and Scott are in the same location. <laughs> Steve, if you're safe, tap four times. <laughs> uh, that is well. the best Alan Moore impersonation I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm in a dark outdoor like hallway. Uh, one side of me is a building. The other side of me is open to the ocean. Yeah, there's very little light here. It's pretty creepy, actually. I gotta, I gotta admit, it's pretty weird. And you, and your internet is still better than Dave's was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. not a lie, unfortunately. That's I have true. no defense on that. Guys, if you've ever had really bad internet and tried to oh, be part Scott, of a podcast. Too. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Mr. Scott. Uh, give us a call. Let us know about it on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's 562-455-4483. That's five six two four five five four five five hive. That's H I V E. In case you can't spell hive, you got that right. You can also find us online at thewretchedhive.net on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wretchedhivepodcast on Twitter at wretchedhivepod. Guys, episode ninety two, the smooth ninety two. Sorry, stole your stole your line, Nico. Is uh, is in the books. Final thoughts. I've only literally been waiting for the last like two and a half hours to say the word smooth 92. Ooh. That's not true. Two and a half hours ago, we are sucking down enchiladas is what we were doing. <laughs> <Can> we, <laughs> guys, have a great we? couple of weeks. We'll see you on the other side. May the force be with us all. I want more cat video. Can we get more cat video before we go, please? All right. <laughs> <laughs>